Hello, everyone. And this is not just for everybody who's here, but, you know, the, the listeners who are on Facebook Live. And we also stream this on, on iTunes and, and our YouTube channel as well. So um, this is our new season. We haven't done a podcast for, for a little while. And we thought, what a better way to start our new season with, you know, with, with Janice and, and Richard. So to start with, thank you so much for being here. And to our usual listeners... What's going on, everyone? Alex De Silva, happy as ever group. Welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Show. And I will introduce today my new co-host, Lucy De Silva. Hi. Welcome. I am joining the podcast for the first time. And what an amazing opportunity to be here live at ICAD and with two really inspirational people that we've been so lucky to get to yeah, know actually before absolutely. you came today so first of all thank you so much for allowing us into your lives and for yeah. letting us to you know come in and and uh, have you come on today and and just sit here and have a chat and you know talk just about talk about things and yeah. you know let's have a bit of fun and yeah. so um, yeah. just introducing myself a bit I'm part of Happy as Larry group and yes. we have this company together and uh, and part of the what we do is the podcast, which Alex has been doing, and yeah. I'm now joining, and this is my first one. That's it. Yeah. Welcome. So, guys, thank you so much for being here. For the people who, who are listening, we're actually doing this live, and we have a full audience. So please, massive hello to everybody who's listening. Hello! hello. hello. Hey. <laughs> that is it. Thank you. So the nerves are out. We all feel good now. And, uh, so, yeah, let's get going. Yeah, so I'm going to introduce Janice. Uh, Janice was born in Brooklyn, New York, but returned to the UK as a young child where she was raised in Hackney, East London. She's been suffering with MS for 40 years and is a proud ambassador for the MS Society. She's a fully qualified pharmacist and is the co-founder of the Amy Winehouse Foundation. Janice is mother to Alex and Amy Winehouse, who sadly passed away at the age of 27 and was arguably the most gifted music artist of her generation. Absolutely. And we're also joined here by Richard Collins. He's uh, 68 and was born and bred in Hackney. He is a cancer survivor and used his experience of overcoming his illness by setting up a cancer support group. Richard is also a proud trustee of the Amy Winehouse Foundation, a charity that works to alter so many lives by educating the younger generation around mental illness, addiction, but also supporting the underprivileged artists to showcase their music talent. Richard lives with Janice and their two cats in Barnet. We are married. Yes, and they are married. And they're married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Guys, seriously, thank you so much for being here. It's... um, it's an absolute pleasure, yeah. you know, to, to, to have you both here. We, we were so honoured that we got to spend, you know, some time with you guys, you know, before and you welcomed us to, to, to your house. And it's just really fantastic. So I just want to show gratitude to you both mm. for, for letting us be here. And, and this is going to be uh, a real special podcast, I feel, because the sort of the experiences and, you know, and, and what we're here to do which Lucy will, will talk about now, mm. is to kind of take us through a journey of experiences, you know, as, as parents and individuals and how that the listeners, the people who are watching and everybody who's here, they can take something away from this, you know, that you can take the learning, the experience and the growth that you can continue to move forward with your life, you know, and um, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, often the families of uh, the pe person that is addicted uh, get forgotten as the victims in, you know, what happens when somebody goes through those struggles. Um, and the aim of our podcast today is to reach the families who are struggling, who have seen someone in their family going into rehab and they don't really know what to do about it and they don't know where to get the support and they don't know how to manage their emotions themselves so that's what we want to touch on today we want to also send a message of hope to people who are going through the same thing and, and can't see a way out of it um, and also how people can move forward if they do lose a loved one and they don't quite know places that they should go to or how to feel about it and you know that's that's what we want to do today is we want to communicate a message of hope that you know you can you can move forward and and there is there is hope uh for for people that go through similar things so yeah. that's what we want to try and do today yeah yeah definitely what i'd like to do is kind of start with you know with with your with your individual stories you know we touched on as as the, the sort of the introduction but you know, and I think a lot of people sitting here, of course, they know Amy. You know, they know Amy. She's such a, you know, a beautiful artist and a beautiful human being. And, you know, and, and like us, you know, she, she had that struggle, you know, that, that we, we, we go through. But tell us about you, Genesis, as an individual and then, and then you, Richard. You know, let, let us know a little bit about who you both are. Well, I try to be a very pragmatic person. Because mm. that's how I take life. It comes along and I deal with it. Mm. So that's me. Yeah. Always been that way. Mm. And you came from, yeah. from Brooklyn, which oh, I yes. really liked. Yes. Yes. I thought, that's a cool yes. thing. Yes. Well, hang on, you're not going to get away with not <laughs> yes, telling no. us about Brooklyn. So, I was 18 months when I was brought over here. Oh. <laughs> Only a baby. I was going to say, you don't carry that no, really cool I don't remember accent. it. <laughs> Do you still have family out there? I have, uh, yes. I have family like live more like the, the, down the south coast uh, than cousins. Yeah, cousins in yeah. Florida, yeah. although yeah. some have moved up to New Jersey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. And Richard, you tell us a little bit about you. And <laughs> we, we, we've had some sit-downs. <laughs> and I've got to be honest with you, Richard has an amazing record collection, which is pretty cool. But as an individual, I think what, what I'd like us to do is kind of build... You know, the, the sort right. of okay, I, I'm a typical non-entity, <laughs> typical hackney lad who grew up as a hackney lad who's... I met... Let's put it... Let's, let's, let's give you a, a different side of it. I met Janice when she was 12. I'm four years older than Janice. I know I don't look it. <laughs> and I was her athletics coach back in those days. Um, I used to take... I was an athletics jock I suppose I was a high jump champion and sprinter and at the youth club that we used to go to in Stamford Hill where we grew up you know the older kids would take the little schnips <laughs> for athletics was. as Janice was yeah. which hasn't really grown much <laughs> since really have you yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Janice was actually yeah. very a very good athlete she was physically very good she played football on the roof of the building she was actually yeah. quite Athletic. an active person yeah and um I was best friends with Jan's brother. So at 16, you don't look at 12-year-olds. <laughs> best friend's brother, don't look at a sister. At 14, I was in the same soccer team as Janice's ex-husband, Mitch. Weird. Yeah. And he was a very... He, he was a... He, his size belies the fact that he was actually... He could have been a professional footballer, but he couldn't lose weight. He'll tell you... If you ever asked him, he said, no, I'm too fat, I just couldn't lose the weight. Fact. But he was a very, very good footballer. 
Um, I grew up, I got married 75 to a very nice lady and who became Janice's best friend. This is where it gets complicated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Janice and Mitch obviously had Alex and Amy. Uh, Steph, my ex-wife, had Michael and Jessica. And Jess was a year younger than, or is a year younger than Alex, but Michael and Amy were very close together in age, a couple of months between them. And they, this yeah. is not widely known, it's not widely talked about, but they were very, very, very good oh, friends. Yeah. They were very close from... Little, little yeah. kids in the buggy yeah. to when, unfortunately, Amy passed. And unfortunately, my ex-wife was a naughty girl <laughs> and we got divorced. And Janice then decided that I was the one for her. We were always friends is what it was. We're always yeah. friends, always mm -hmm. in each other's yeah. lives. And she kind of reeled me in. <laughs> um, with not a lot of persuasion I must say but, um, it was just natural it, it, it was it yeah. was it was yeah, yeah it was natural and we're very, very we've been together 10 years now and we're very very happy well I have to pretend I'm very very happy anyway. <laughs> um, that's sticked enough carry a punch <laughs> and so we, we've been to I'm, so I'm really from the outside looking in and from the inside looking out I've been on both sides of the page Mm. Of, of you know the problems mm. that Janice had that Mitch had that they still both kind of have mm. so yeah that, that's me yeah 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 and I guess you know we want to be of course sort of very sensitive as well with you know with everything mm. that's happening it's not something that we want to sort of begin and as you know it's, it's not really the, the sort of the point of this you know but I think one of the things which we talked about earlier is, you know, we were so lucky to be welcomed to their house, you know, and then mm -hmm. we got to see this, this beautiful room that is just, it has Amy's memories mm -hmm. in there. And we were laughing and we were talking because I, I saw a picture of, of Amy when she was little and she had the little Minnie Mouse ears yeah. and, you know, they were in, yeah. in Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I looked at her and I thought, wow, she's so beautiful because <laughs> we specialise in emotional intelligence. So for me, I always connect. Yeah. And I turned to her and she's just yeah. spitting image of yeah. you. And, <laughs> you know, and, and we were just yeah. talking about, like, describe her as, as what she was like little. Because of, I think, you know, we've all kind of seen her as an yeah. adult. But, you know, in, in your eyes, what was she like? Amy was uh, defiant, I would say. Amy <laughs> had the rule. If I said, Amy, don't, she thought I said, do. <laughs> that was the rolling. It sounds like you. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. 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 She has the, yeah. the blood of an entrepreneur, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. what she wanted. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, which is fair mm. enough. Mm. But with, um, I think one of the things that we want to, to, to touch on is, you know, you, you both had to, you know, sort of experience quite a lot with, with the tragedy and, and what happened. And for us to be able to kind of get this message for the people that are sat here and for the people who are, who are listening live, what the... I guess you can never plan for anything like this, but just in your own words, um, you know, how when you receive a news like that, I mean, how on earth does that feel? Like, what do you even go through? That is difficult. That is that's. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Oh, sorry. You told me. Yeah, I told you. He had to tell me. He said, "Look, be careful. Why don't you sit down?" I thought he was going to tell me his mum had died. Yeah, my mum. Which mom, she actually did the following year. No, probably months. Yeah. yeah, my yeah. mum. My mum was, yeah. you know, on the way out. Yeah. She was um, 
doesn't sound very nice, actually, does it? But she, yeah, she, my mum was yeah. coming to the end. And she died a month after Amy. Janice's cousin phoned me up. On the, we'd seen Amy the on the Friday. Before. We'd been round there. We were with her. She was incoherent. Mm. She was a little bit drunk, although she hadn't been drinking. She was a little bit drunk. And she was in, we went to see her in the kitchen of her house in Camden. And on the yeah. table, she'd laid out all the family photos that she'd pinched from Janice. <laughs> she was very good at pro- rehoming yeah. Janice's belongings. Yeah. <laughs> Clothing and photos. And all that on yeah. the table. And she was like, oh, look, look, that wasn't Alex handsome, wasn't yeah. Deborah, it was Janice's yeah. sister. Lovely, and the boys, and this, and she was going through all yeah. the family. And um, bit by bit by bit. And it was, it was a very... It was difficult, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Especially just about held it together. Yeah. Um, it, you know, we spoke to her security guard and because um, there was always a security guy with, her, with Amy yeah. at all times to protect her from the public and indeed at times to protect the public from her. Uh, <laughs> and he said, no, this is, she's fine. She's fine. We, said, we were worried. We were worried. Mm-hmm. And he said, don't, don't, don't worry, everything's, everything's good, everything's fine. She's, she'll, she's been, she, Amy was yeah. dry for about five or six weeks. Right. She'd been dry. Mm. Um, something happened on the Wednesday prior to her demise. But we don't know. We don't know what happened. Mm. Really don't know what happened there. And it, she started drinking. And we saw the result on the Friday. We left her around four o'clock that day, yeah. you know, um, comforted by the fact that Andrew said, don't worry, I'm keeping an eye on her, you know, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Mitch was in the States, just flying out to New York. And um, so Saturday morning, I get a phone call from Janice's cousin. And Janice's cousin, Martin, who lives near us, is not the most um, tactile of people. And he, you know, sometimes he'll tell you something that, yeah, no, it's not. So he, found, he said, oh, really? you seen the news? Said, no. He said, oh, Amy's dead. I said, Which he thought was a joke. I, I told him, yeah, I quote yeah. the Bible, so I don't like swearing. Yeah. I told him to go forth and multiply. And he said, no. He said, I'm serious. I said, what do you mean? He said, Mitch has just phoned me. He's gone. Janice was downstairs, and my daughter was in her room. It's around 12.30, quarter to one, I think it was, when we got that. And I double, I checked it out. I made sure I, I, I did my homework. And it's the hardest thing I ever had to do was to get Janice to sit down on the bed, my daughter in the room, and say to her, she's gone. And that was what I said, she's gone. That's where Janice thought it was my mum. And I said, your baby's gone. And... Unfortunate, but for me it was a case of oh, I expected it time and again. Yeah, Janice was so calm about it. I was, that was it. I was crying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then within about ten minutes, the world went mad. The world went bizarre. We had Janice's yeah. son invade. You know, came over. Yeah. People started coming over to the house. So events were now taken out of our hands. Mm. And <clears throat> Alex, bless him, wanted to go down. We had a, a policeman turned up who was a. a a home yeah. officer, a home, whatever they call them. And he came round and yeah. he was talking through things with us and, you know, Camden Square was 
closed down and it was yeah. it was just odd. It really was odd. Um I don't know I don't know how Janice slept that night, but she did. It was hard, yeah. It was the hardest yeah. day of my life, I think. Yeah. But the best thing was I, the day before I said, Amy, I love you. She said, Mummy, I love you. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm just interested how you supported each other when you were going through that. How did you manage your emotions together? Because it, it, it's different. Because we're, we're Jewish. We're, we're not, we're not practising Jews. I mean, I, you know, well, that's the way we are. When you go, you go out that way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, because everybody yeah. came to our house. So yeah. all of a sudden you were surrounded by friends and family. And it was only when they left you that you're alone with your mm. thoughts mm. and the sadness and, and the tragedy that's dropped in and the recriminations. Um, we still, to this day, talk about what, what if that Friday mm. we'd have dragged her to a hospital. Mm. What yeah. if? Yeah. But life isn't what if. Yeah. Like, there's no it's, what ifs in life. No, it it's you is. go there or you go yeah. there or you yeah. go there. Yeah. You make your choice and you have to live by it. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about that. There was nothing we could have done. Mm. Um, but it was making sure that it wasn't until she saw Amy yes. in the morgue yeah. that Janice actually that became the, really emotional yeah. and mm. cried for the yeah, first time. To me, it was like seeing Amy as she had always been at home in the bed. Mm. I'd say, Amy, get up. <laughs> That's, yeah. She looked like that. Yeah. Thank heavens I saw that in that way. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can't have an argument no. with Janice, by the way. It's impossible. <laughs> you seriously cannot have an argument with her. It doesn't matter what you say, what you do. It's impossible. She's so laid back. I tried, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. She's so laid back. So, yeah, yeah trying to, she's not, yeah, very difficult. Yeah. But that was, that was difficult. And then the funeral and all the events of the funeral took, took over. And it was the, the second day, the second day when Mitch got got two hours he was in New York he took a flight back immediately from New York and came straight over to us and you know the pair of them were cuddling in the and crying in our living room and he said something good has got to come from this yeah something yeah. good yeah. he said we you know we've got to do something yeah and he was very forceful about it um <laughs> the idea of the foundation was right was mooted yeah he had a clue what to do. <laughs> yeah, no. My life took a surreal element to it. And mm. um, so that's how that, that was the, the seed yeah. of the foundation anyway. Yeah. And that gave him for Mitch particularly, Mitchell was very hard hit hard hardest of all yeah. by it. Um still still haunted by it today, I, I would believe. Yeah. Um whereas Janice kind of got over the Think, you know the tragedy quite early, yeah. Yeah. which shows different ways yeah. you've got of dealing with something. You know, it's yeah. a fine balance. To me, she's gone elsewhere, got somewhere else to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, always Amy. Jan Janice can look back yeah. and celebrate yeah. her life yeah. rather than mourn it. Yeah, and that's really inspirational yeah. that you're able to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did that come from an inner strength that you did? It must be. It must yeah. be. I just, I just knew Amy had gone elsewhere. That mm. was Amy. Mm. Mm. And it was. She was always like, I'm here now, like, now where? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But to me, I feel good about it. It's right that she's there. 
Yeah. yeah. So there's almost this spirituality yeah. element oh, to yes. it as well, that she's always around. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She's just somewhere else. Yeah, not quite sure it. where. Yeah. And she's yeah. got a bit mm. of her buried with her, with her there, who she loved. Yeah. 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 But that's another strangeness. Mm. She can be with man now. Yeah. Where mm. I'm sure when Amy got to the other side, like... <laughs> She saw a nan, and nan said, "You see, you see, you see. I told you. I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah, because that's how she was always. Yeah, she was the finger pointed. I told you this would happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the wise nan. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thing we Which Amy would say, 'I'm we? sorry, nan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.' <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, it's and you know what? It's it's such a sort of a, a powerful." journey a powerful story you know to be able to to grow through something like that because often you know everybody that's even here or people who are listening and then watching anybody can relate to this is you know as as parents we're parents now you know our daughter's going to be eight months tomorrow i've got a 14 year old you know over you know (laughs) at the stand and you know my son's at uni he's 21 and you never think about it do you you never think you know it doesn't matter what journey they go through you just never think you know that one day that that's going to happen and the most beautiful thing to, to sit and witness is how not only you both deal with it, but also mm. the, the strength of you both individually, but together, mm. you know, which I think is so important. I think to go okay. through stuff like this and to be able to not only just the, the sort of the death, but I think as everybody knows, you know, there was so much speculation and everything was so public, public, mm. exactly. Sorry. You know, yeah. everything was always so public, which that in itself can't be, easy for you guys to, to, to deal with, right? Well, for me, it's another story. Always another story. Because that's what Amy's life was. Another mm. story. Mm. Before Jan and I got together, yeah, Jan would come round to us, my, our house, on a, on a Friday night for no other reason than it was round to our place on a Friday. And mm. um, she talked with my ex, you know, with Steph, they, they'd talk for hours um, and I always, I didn't, I didn't like Amy's music, so I didn't pay too much attention to her. I don't, true, I can't lie, I can't lie about it. Yeah. I love her cover versions, but I, yeah, I'm more a Leonard Cohen, Bruce Springsteen type of guy. Um, yeah, I was fiercely proud of her and, and that, but because she used to stay at our house as a, as a little kid. But seeing this whole tragedy unfolding in the papers... And, you know, I was on two sides of the coin. One, one minute I'm, I'm looking out, yeah, that's, that's terrible. And another bit of rat, I throw the newspaper away. But then and then the following day, it's now how do I deal with this? Because it's now being directed yeah. at myself and Janice. And how yeah. do I protect Janice from the press? And, it's a very funny story, but I won't go into it. Yeah. Um, about protecting it. I will go into it because it's yeah. very funny. Okay. Yeah, go on. Please do, Richard. Please do. We love your stories. <laughs> there were two, two, <laughs> two journalists, and they treated Janice abysmally. They went to her, Janice was living in a bungalow at the time. This was just as we were starting our, our little journey together. And one of the guys was talking to Janice. I want your stories on Amy's story. Because Janice is, is very warm, very open, and she will mm. embrace everybody. Everybody's got a kind heart, yeah. and Janice will embrace everybody. And while one guy was talking to Janice, the other was going around taking photos of all her photos. Yeah. They oh, became yes. their photos. So all the photos you see of Amy as a little kid, 
They don't belong to Janice. They belong to this. They stole them. They stole them. And that's what they were doing. And they, when they found out that Janice was with me, they offered to take us out to dinner. Okay, it saved me cooking. <laughs> so they took us to a restaurant up in uh, Barnet where we live. And they were just going on and on and on. And I could see they were not the nicest of people. And all they wanted is salacious stories. They're not interested in, you know, the good side of it. Mm. And I'm, I'd just come from work. I, was in, I, I used to be a buyer for a department store, so I was in a suit, a tie and everything, you know, looking at reasonably clean. And I said, Richard, what, what's your story? I haven't got a story. I've got a, quite a straight, yeah. miserable face. I haven't got a story. No, but what do you do? Not interested. <coughs> And they kept going on and on. I said, okay, fine. In your journalistic uh, stories over your year, over your careers, you've come across the Crays, the Richardsons and other gang members, haven't you? Oh, yes, yeah. They were really, yes. We've met these ones, we've met that one, we've met Scarface Malone and all this, that and the other. I said, well, you've never come across me, have you? And I said, well, who are you? I don't know, I kept a straight face because I was pissing myself laughing. I said, I'm the man who makes your dreams come true. I said, trust me, one word of me or my family or anything about me that I do not like, you will never, ever want to go to sleep again. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're threatening us. No, I don't threaten anybody. I make promises. <laughs> and that was, then they left us alone. Yes. Mm. they left us alone from that point but that was mm. what, what it was like being mm. under the cosh, they'd come into your home as your friends mm. and while one yeah. was doing one thing, the other was doing something else and then you get the misquotes yeah. and the biggest misquote we had was a, uh, uh, an interview that Jan, it was the last interview that Jan gave publicly about um, Amy and it was to People magazine in the States I hope you're listening <laughs> and the journalist was talking to Janice and she said, well, how did Amy get her ideas? Did they come along one at a time? Did she have to work harder? Did they go bang, bang, bang? And Janice said, yeah, rather like somebody with Tourette's. All of a sudden it goes, just, yeah. a she big explosion of, yeah. of lyrics or whatever. Yeah. And the headline in the yeah. press was Amy's mother said Janice had wine out. No, Amy had Tourette's. Tourette's. Yeah. Yeah. And the Tourette's wow. Society yeah. drove us yes, mad. Yes, How could oh. you say that? Wow. Yeah. And that's... Yes. That's that's yes. the danger of the press, and that's what I learned very quickly. That yeah. you know, you'd be nice to them. They want a photo of Janice. Fine, I'd step one side. They get a photo of Janice. They, I mean, Amy used to make them tea. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was they're not very nice people. Yeah. Which is a shame, isn't yeah. it? Because often the the perception of individuals can be massively mis, you know misconstrued. You know, and and we're living in a society today where Social media has such a huge impact yeah. on people, you know, yeah. young people, young adults, adults, you know, and, and it, I think it doesn't even matter what age we are anymore. You know, social media can be used for in two ways and the media, too, can be used either mm. for we all have a choice in life. right? It doesn't matter who we are as individuals, whether, you know, you're a journalist or a coach or a therapist or whatever is, you know, we all have a choice. You either do something good or you don't, you know, and and that's the real shame and, and is that what we want to do today right here and you know what we're trying to do with that message is to is to show you the reality do you know what I mean is to show you the that we all carry that vulnerability you know we all have to go through that pain and it's not about being scrutinized and it's not mm. putting it under a microscope because 
we're individuals, you know, right. we, we all have emotions and, you know, and, and feelings. And sometimes, yes, of course, you know, sometimes a story needs to be made, but often what gets missed is the truth is a lot more powerful than the gossip because a gossip gets forgotten tomorrow. The truth lives forever, right. you know, and, and, and I truly believe in that, you know, that what we need to do more is to be able to get the truth out there, is to be able to get that vulnerability. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. I mean, you know, see, you know, things, you know, we, you, you touched on, you know, what Amy was like as a child. Amy was bullied. Mm-hmm. She was bullied by the class bully, right. who should remain nameless, who bullied Amy, bullied my son. Right. right. It was a girl, funnily enough, who okay. bullied them. But... Um, <coughs> And she grew up, she was actually very friendly with this person. But very loyal to her. And very loyal. And Amy was very fiercely Mm. loyal to her friends. Mm. But she left home at 16. Her talent, she was picked up by the record company. She left home at 16. She left Janice's things. In front of Janice, I'm sorry, mummy, I'm swearing, I'm sorry. Oh, Oh, I'm smoking, mummy, I'm sorry. All the time, apologise. I've had a sip of Everything, I'm sorry. Um, Mm. Once she was outside of Janice's thing, Mitch Mitch was out the picture at that time. Um, although he was looking in, he always cared for the children. He was always there. Um, you've got no control. The, mm. the control had gone. You can't monitor 27. Mm. You can't do it. You, can't, you just can't do it 24-7. Yeah. You just can't do it. And to keep an eye, well, that's what I'm talking about this the other night, to keep an eye on a child growing up, and I know from my own son, once he's gone out with his friends, yeah. it's down to trust. Mm. I tr- do I trust him? Do I trust his friends? I've got no choice in the matter. What did my parents do for me? They had no choice. They never knew half of what I got up to, mm. yeah. thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so you have to put your you know, an element of trust. And it was only when you start seeing, in, in, when Amy got into that, into the industry, and the excesses of her drug taking, which was through Blake. But she at least gave that up. She gave that up. She, yeah. she, you know, she went to rehab. Yeah. Mm. You know, I went, you know, they told me to go to rehab. No, no, no. It's very famous. But she actually did go <laughs> yeah, to rehab yeah. to help clear herself of those drugs. Yeah. The family spent thousands on different places, yeah, yeah. on speaking to different psychiatrists, psychologists, doctors trying to get her to help. Mm. And we found as a group very, very quickly that you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot Mm. make it drink. Mm. It has to come from within that person. Do they they really want to give up? Are they hiding behind the alcohol? Um, I was chatting to Alex and Lucy before. How many of you in this room smoked? Show of hands. Wow. Yeah. And how many yeah. of you still smoke? There's a few. There's a few. But isn't yeah, this yeah. type? I was an ex-smoker. Is the worst. So mm. all you who stuck your hands up, you're all in recovery, whether mm. you like it or not. Mm. And it was down to you whether you wanted to give up smoking. Yeah. Nobody forced you to give it up. But you forced yourself to give it up, I'd like to think. One has to. And it's no different to the drugs and the alcohol. Unfortunately, the drugs and the alcohol, well, smoking will kill you at the end of the day, but so Mm. were drugs Mm. and alcohol. But 
they show a quicker ravage of the body. Um, very different. But it, oh, it has to come within from the person. That's all we can, yeah. you know, we tried everything and we weren't, we're not experts now, but we certainly weren't experts then either. Yeah. Um, you know, the foundation, which was set up after Amy's thing, we, we managed to get hold of, you know, people like Alex and, and Lucy, people in recovery, and we learned from them. But then we were just concerned parents and, you know, what can you do? Yeah. What can you do? It doesn't matter whether your kid's famous or they're not. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What can you do? Yeah. yeah. The, um, horror, yeah. the horror of addiction. Yeah. Because yeah. the addiction yeah. takes over. It is the beast. Yeah. And yeah. it rules. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you, you so. said about Amy leaving yeah. home when she was 16 yeah. years old. Mm. And, you know, it is difficult to then yeah. keep a, keep a track of anyone that leaves no. home at that age. You know, mm. they want to go off. They want to do their thing yeah. and, and have their own journey. And mm. just for some of the families that might be listening today, we're wondering if there's anything that you spotted when Amy was growing up that you, you know, you know, we spoke about the outside influences, that there might be negative outside influences. Were there anything when she was growing up that you saw that didn't seem quite right? Or? <sighs> no, I, no, I, no, I didn't see that. Because mm. you don't. Mm. No. Uh, I can say that, you know, I, you know looking yeah. back on Amy's childhood, I wasn't as involved yeah. as Janice was, but as I say, Amy, Amy was yeah. best buddy to my son. Yeah. Um, no, she smoked. Mm. Certainly. She smoked cannabis, certainly, as did my son until we caught him. <laughs> and that was the last he ever saw of that. Yeah. Um, it, I, she didn't, she was, she was actually anti-drug. She would say, mm. don't do drugs. Yeah. When she started out in her yeah. career, she was very vehement in that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do drugs. Yeah. I'm not going to do, do drugs. Hard stuff. No. And the cannabis, well, you know, there's schools of thought on that and I won't comment either way. But it wasn't until, as I say, it's well quoted, well well documented. It was Blake mm. who's admitted it himself who got got her onto the really hard stuff. Mm. Um, by then, she was in her mid twenties. Mm. But the other thing is, love is blind. I've learned yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And she loved him. Yeah. She loved him. Yeah. Mm. There's nothing more you yeah. can say. I mean, I can really relate to that. I was very much like that, <clears throat> excuse me, growing up. I was very against drugs and, I, you know, I was like, I'm never going to take them. And uh, my thing was the drinking, alcohol, that was my thing. Um, and then eventually, you know, my addiction did progress into drugs. You know, I did take cocaine and various other substances. So I know what it's like to to start with, you know, drinking alcohol. It's very wildly ex accepted in society. Yeah. And for it to progress after that, and it's very, it's very much for me, it was, a, well, actually, because I drink, you know, why, let's just try this, or, you know, let's just try that. And then that's how it kind of progresses and gets into more harder drugs, I think, from a personal experience. That's how it happened for me. Yeah, no, same. I think it's, uh, which is, is widely mentioned isn't it sometimes quickly sometimes slowly for anybody that kind of understands sort of yeah. that 12 step program right and and it is that journey for me was exactly the same you know speaking from somebody that has gone through the addiction part and you know has had that kind of experience is um it, for me anyway i i was exactly the same at the time I'm like, oh god i would never do that you're a scumbag if you do yeah. and mm -hmm. and i was there yeah. i did it you were this is it, yeah. you know, this is it. And, yeah. and, and it was not, you know, and it was, um, 
it was one of these things that I just never expected, never expected to be in that situation. And then, you know, when I look at the end of my journey, I never thought I'd even be there either, mm. you know? And how was it for, for you both as, as parents, as a, you know, and even kind of as a, as a collective, because it's completely out of your control, as you said, you know, she sort of she leaves home and, you know, and, and as a parent, I can kind of imagine like when my daughter goes somewhere or if my yeah. son's out, yeah. as you said, it was always that yeah. little worry because yeah. we're parents, we love our kids, right? And we want to make sure that they're okay. What was that? Does it come a point, I think, you know, because you witnessed so much, you know, with because of who she became, how did you deal with 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 that, you know, because I know there was obviously pressures there and, you know. I think you, there's an acceptance. You realise, mm -hmm. once you realise, there's nothing you can do. Right. You can only be there if needed. Yeah. yeah. Janice yeah. was always there to pick up yeah. the pieces, basically. Right, yeah. always. Was Amy, you know, Amy was around, flying around all the world. Janice is in a position where she can't, you know, MS is yeah. a cruel master. Yeah. Or a cool mistress, yeah. And and Amy was always concerned about Janice's health. Always, always. always. Bless her. It would always be, "Mummy, mummy, are you all right?" Yeah. Like, okay, Amy, I am. Yeah. Um, she really, really worried when I was diagnosed with it. It's like, oh, oh. yeah. So a lot yeah. was kept from Janice, you know. Mm. And full credit to Mitch for protecting Janice. Yeah. Particularly through the rougher years. Mm -hmm. Um, he made sure that she wasn't troubled and put under too much stress. So yeah. it's it's kind of difficult to yeah. answer that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, in, in a way. And as, as I say, as an observer, you look, and, um, you know, she was a beautiful, beautiful child, mm -hmm. beautiful child, as mm -hmm. you commented on. And yeah. um, to see, as I read in the newspapers or saw on television, the, the, the caricature that she became. was not Amy. It, it no. wasn't Amy. No. It, it wasn't Amy. It was the yeah. character that she was. Right. Yeah. And do you think that she, it was the media that portrayed her that way? Or do you think it was a bit of her own doing as well? Right. I know, we don't know. The, no. the media can only photograph and put, portray yeah. what's in front of them. Yeah. So yeah. your, your camera like up there is, can picture. only portray us as yeah. we're seeing, you're seeing yeah. us now. Yeah. Um, if we all fell on the floor then it would see that. Mm. Um, they cannot see emotion. They can't see inside yeah. the person right. and they don't want to see inside the person. They want to see a car crash. Yeah. Right. And yeah. we're very good in this country and possibly in the Western world. One of our worst traits is you take <laughs> a personality, a star. Paul Gascoigne's a good example. It's just mm. come to mind. And you can't mm. wait for them to get up there mm. and yet you're really waiting for them to fall back down yeah. there. Because they're not interesting yeah. up there, but they're really yeah, interesting when down. they're yeah. down there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. poor people cannot help themselves when they get yeah. down there. And that's when, that's when you know who your friends are. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. when you really find out who's there to help you. And, and Janice and Mitch and some very good close friends of hers were there. Yeah. Some other friends deserted her because yeah. they couldn't cope with the car crash that had happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was too difficult for them to face, but others were there to help her. Yeah. Others were there to take advantage of her. Right, yeah. right. It's life. And mm. if she hadn't been addicted to alcohol, I think she would have been addicted something to, else. to something yeah. else. She Whether admitted she was, she was an addict. She was an addict. She yeah. said, that's how I am. Yeah. Crisps, Haribo. Yeah, it would have been anything. Yeah. 
<laughs> she was an addict, yeah, and yeah. she knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where were the boundaries, I guess, for you guys, you know, as parents? I think, you know, oh God, I mean, I know, having spoken to my mum, you know, when I was going through through that yeah, journey, yes. and I remember my mum, yeah, you know, and yeah. and, and my mum didn't even know for years, you know, yeah. when you said, well, you know, you kind of leave home, you go and yeah. live your life, and I was always very independent yeah. myself, and there were so many things that she probably will never know, you know, okay, you know, what we do now, yeah. probably, you know, she'll find out, yeah. and she does know a lot now, you but want her to know the good. exactly, but yeah. <laughs> I think now it's. As you start to, you know, because as you said, you get to know a person, right? And then all of a sudden these things completely change who we are. But I truly believe and I understand that that's not really who the person is. Sometimes the circumstances of what we're going yeah. through, so on and so forth. As a parent, now being a parent, I can kind of understand that we have to have boundaries. And not just kind of boundaries to protect our kids, but also to protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And when you're just dealing with, you know, with just us kind of living a normal life without being in that spotlight, for you guys, the pressure must have been tenfold. You know, I mean, mm. what boundaries did you put in place, you know, to kind of protect you as, as parents? Very good question. I don't think we did. I think I'm lucky wow. I was very strong. Yeah. I, don't, I was able to deal with it. Yeah. Particularly with Amy, yeah. I can't speak. Because, so Amy was in her 20s by the time Janice and I got together. Mm-hmm. My own son, I thought we caught him, my wife and I caught him with a, a wedge of cannabis. <laughs> And um, boy, did he get the lecture. Um, and we made, it, we made him give it back to a guy. He said he was looking after it for him. It wasn't for him. <laughs> so we made him give it back very publicly. And that kind of cured that. Yeah. My daughter I didn't have a problem with. I think it's... But it's, it's hard to set a boundary. I think that the nature... Having spoken, and if I offend people, I'm terribly sorry. We know where you're going. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's having spoken to people who come into the foundation, who work through the foundation, Mm. etc. And I said that I'm going to make a generalisation, and I know it's not, but it is only a generalisation. And also from months upon a time, I was a kid myself. Yeah. yeah. I knew how, if I didn't want my parents to find something out, they would not find it out. I was, mm. I was deceitful. I lied. Mm. All kids are deceitful. Absolutely. All kids lie. It's the nature yeah. of childhood. Watching, watching Amy, she would, she would never, you would have never have known mm. that the amount of alcohol that she had actually mm. consumed, the amount of cigarettes that she would have consumed... And you learn, and it's a science question I've asked a lot of recovery, people in recovery. Were you deceitful? And the answer is yes. Yeah, of course. When you first started smoking, you didn't go up to your mum and say, oh, look, <laughs> <laughs> mum, no. I'm having a cigarette. <laughs> no, you know, you don't do that. You do it, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the peppermints and all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. everything yeah. else. Mm. You don't, if you don't want your folks to find it, you, they won't find it. Mm. And then when they do find it, yeah. bang. But yeah. you become deceitful. Yeah, yeah. That's the nature you learn of it. to become deceitful and hide things yeah. and, and become very, very adept yeah. at hiding it. I, I've worked with people who were drunks or alcoholics, mm. and yet they held down a perfectly good job. Yeah, came over as being as sober as a judge, to quote the mm. old phrase, but mm. they weren't. Mm. They managed to hide it. They managed mm. to hide it. Yeah. So it's 
it's very, very hard. Yeah. So the, the only, I come back to it, you know, you're, you're the parachute. Mm. You know, the parent, with, with, with luck, if you've got a good relationship with your child, you're the, you're the parachute. You're, you're the one who's going to catch the child. Mm. You're the one who's going to support the child. You, you can be judgmental. You can look at it as the shame that this child brought on the family. Yeah, so what? I'm sure there's an uncle somewhere who's done something equally as worse, if not, you yeah, know, as an yeah. axe murderer or something. I think, in a way, it's, it's good for some kids to, have to know that's there. Yeah. And yeah. that way they know the boundary, the limit. Yes. Yeah. They need yeah. to know their limit. Yeah. And it does yeah. depend on the individual. Some yeah. parents can cope with it. A lot of people just can't. Yeah. And if you can't cope with it, you can't cope with it. There's no shame in that. Yeah. Just try and find an organisation or a doctor or somebody who will be sympathetic mm. and help you through that stage. That's yeah. where people come to foundation mm. to help. You know, can we help it? There are helplines. I'm a great believer in counselling. Yeah. Great believer in counselling. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Which that is the main thing. The person has to realise they need the help. Yeah. And That's the parent, when they have to say, I need help. Yeah, and yeah. the parent needs the help as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, bef yeah. Before I met you guys, I, yeah. I spoke to my mum and, and I said to her, from your point yeah. of view, what was it like for you when I was at the worst of, you know, the yeah. height of my addiction? Mm -hmm. And she said it was absolutely heartbreaking yeah. because there was nothing I could do. And That's it's so nice. difficult to find those mm -hmm. boundaries and, yeah. you know, where where or when do you say no, you mm -hmm. know? And that's that's a difficult thing being a parent because... You know, now I'm a parent, and I can and I can understand. I, I you, you know, I love my daughter yeah. unconditionally. Yeah. It's a love that you yeah. can't describe. Yeah. Yeah. So to experience that and see your daughter going through what she was going through, how how do you know when to when to you know? They say uh, that the to uh, what's the phrase the. Um, you know, to sort of cut someone off or mm, to, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to be cruel, to be kind, yeah, yeah. 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 you know, tough love, yeah. yeah. And But there's that kind of, it must be so difficult to think, well, what if I do that, then what if, you know? Yeah. What, what, yeah. what if this happens? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. all those unanswered questions. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you, you talked about the public, the public point of view, when, obviously, when, when what happened happened, I, I love trolls. I absolutely love reading trolls. I think they're, they're, they're truly wonderful. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the asinine comments that they make with no mm. thought. Um, we read today how people are trolled and yeah. you know, yeah. some choose to end their life because of it. Yeah. Um, the people who had to go at Mitch and indeed Janice, you are bad parents, you shouldn't have let this, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have done that, you, you deserve to die, you shouldn't be here. How can you call yourself a human being because of what's happened? Um, I, I just wish they could have been on the inside yeah. looking yeah. out yeah. and reading their own comments, yeah. you know, how, the, the stupidity yeah. of, of that. I mean, it's... If this is, but this is modern media for you. This, this wouldn't have happened in the old days. Yeah. You yeah. might have got a letter from Angry, Angry of Tunbridge Wells or something. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's about the extent yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, the media washes everything and, mm. and it will wash you and rinse you out. Mm. Yeah. And, again, the foundation, I hate, I hate to keep harping on about the foundation, but the foundation has been the saving yeah. of the family. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a focal point yeah. to... 
to focus on to do this work yeah. to get word out there and, and what we're doing now yeah. yeah yeah and we've been lucky to be part of the foundation yeah. as yeah. as part of the resilience program oh, we're yeah. ambassadors for the foundation mm. so we've experienced firsthand going into schools and having yeah. the opportunity to talk to the younger generation yeah. Yeah. about yeah. emotional intelligence and how important it is to understand how we feel like janice you made yeah. such a good point of saying you can't see emotions and that's the problem, yeah. you know, and that's how the issues it's the develop. Other, with, it's a hidden, the yeah. hidden that you cannot deal with. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, isn't it? Like, to, to, to base society, when we're doing this stuff yeah. with, with the foundation, it's probably one of the most humbling experiences I've, I've had, you know, I've had to do to stand in front of, you know, a bunch of kids and, and just to kind of pour my soul out and tell them about my experience. And to just, you literally, you, cannot hear a pin drop mm. and we take them always through this kind of journey and get them to understand about you know sometimes the the, the positive but also the, the the dangers and the damages around social media and how that can affect especially such a young you know you're talking you know kids from like 11 up to you know 16 sometimes you know you kind of get the 18s yeah. which you are you're so vulnerable yeah. and and it's it's heartbreaking sometimes to watch these kids when we we always kind of do like the sort of the Instagram test, you know, how many likes you get. And people are now consumed with, you know, if you get 10 likes, God, if I get 10 likes on a post now, if 10 people are watching, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is brilliant. Because we're helping 10 people, you know? And, and, And that's the different mentality that people unfortunately have is that, they lose that that connection that we are having now. You know, we're all in this room. People who are listening, they can listen. But it's it, it, as you're saying, is you lose the, the emotional connection. Yeah. And I think it's very easy to judge, isn't it, when you're looking at a picture or, or you're even when you're watching a, a, a video. And and I think that's where it's so beautiful to be able to kind of educate people mm, for yeah. them to understand that. Look, you know. The, the, the sort of the, the bigger thing, the deeper thing emotionally is, is to kind of have that self-connection. Yeah. Well, it's really, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting to think that, uh, you know, if, if we'd have had that emotional intelligence growing up taught to us when we were in schools because we didn't really have any of that mm. growing up. <clears throat> and it does make me wonder if, you know, if there would be such a problem with addiction in society, if we'd have learned earlier on how yeah. to manage our emotions. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we grew up in the same time that Amy grew up and we mm. didn't hear, you know, any of that <clears throat> stuff when no. we were at school. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lecture maybe from a policeman or a headmaster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do they know? What yeah. do they know? Yeah. What do your parents and, know? <laughs> yeah. And and one of the questions yeah. is, you know, do do we do we strive forward to try and get that added to the curriculum in school? You know, is, is that important that people oh, yeah. kids understand their emotions? It, it only you can like get through to a child, mm. like the danger of it all. Because mm. they don't imagine it's there, but it's mm. there. Yeah. Mm. Well, the foundation's yeah. managed to speak into in excess now of 200,000 children up and down oh, the country. Yeah. That's, that's the current yeah. figure. Wow. Um, and realistically, you know, when you look at it, a lot of kids, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of kids. If you can get one, one. to stop yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just one, save yeah. one life. Yeah. Just one life yeah. out yeah. of 200,000. There's 64 yeah. million people in this country. Yeah. That's a lot of lives. Yeah. People are always going to fall through the gap in the pavement. You can't yeah. help that. No. Yeah. Um, you can't close all the gaps. You can't put cement over everything. But, yeah. as you say, you know, validating doing what you do it's amazing yeah. yeah talk to us about the the foundation because uh, i think as, as you both <laughs> talked about earlier 
you know, you wanted to do something positive. You know, yeah. you wanted Amy to live on, you know, but, but live on and, and be remembered as that beautiful yeah. girl yeah. that we saw, yeah. you know, in, in that picture yeah. and, and the beautiful girl and, and young woman that you described. So tell us about the, the sort of the work that you do now. As you said, you've already reached, you know. Yeah. Well, we, we don't actually we work. Don't actually, no. We don't actually we work at, in the foundation. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. My job is to look after Janice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pay is crap, yeah. but <laughs> the benefits are fantastic. Um, so we get wheeled out to, you know, sure. Jan, Jane and Mitch are the main were, ones because, you know, I, Janice, unfortunately, is not able to, the cognitive responses and things mm-hmm. from MS prohibits her doing things. But we do things like this, which is fun. Um, when we got a recently Tony Bennett I think started the ball rolling the singer Tony Bennett wonderful wonderful man yeah. um, he donated $100,000 in the States wow. yeah. which stayed in the States and was used in the States and I'll get on to that yeah. then other donations came and we, we, we started we had like £20,000 came out of nowhere mm-hmm. people were just sending us money without we'd mentioned foundation and just yeah. money came in wow yeah. um, Oh, good, where are we going to go on holiday? Um, <laughs> well, what the hell do we do with it? Yeah. We, we really didn't know. And yeah. um, we had, um, through Amy's management, we were put in touch with a young girl called Rowan, mm-hmm. and Rowan joined us. And under pressure from <laughs> the media, right. what are you going to do with that money? So scattergun approach, we gave money to people who should have been giving us money. Mm-hmm. Um, hospices and this, that and the other with no due diligence and bit by bit by bit we surrounded ourselves with the right trustees, people who worked in the NHS mm-hmm. um, we've got a professor from John Cass Business School who works mm-hmm. high up in charity commission and we learned how to do things the proper way, everybody yeah. thought Mitch was having all the money away, <laughs> he wasn't mm-hmm. because it's audited by the government mm-hmm. and but we learn instead of giving this, we have to do due diligence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lesson you learn due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we've got just to after all the little bits and pieces we did, we, we started making donations to we built a music room. There's, there's a place in Woodford in East London, uh, it's Haven House, it's the only children's hospital in East London. And we gave them 42,000 pounds to build. A music, room. a music room yeah. for the kids for the kids yeah. and it's what called about, whilst they're still here they yeah. can enjoy the music Amy's room yeah. and we yeah. continue to pay for a tutor yeah. who goes in there on a yearly basis that, yeah. that's there in Muswell Hill there's a cerebral palsy charity it's, called, mm-hmm. it's now called C Potential thank you because I'd completely forgotten that <laughs> See, it's called C Potential it was the Muswell Hill yeah. Centre for Cerebral Palsy but they do a lot of good yeah and we do again yeah. music therapy in there we've got Amy's Place mm-hmm. which is in Hackney yeah. it's a yeah. 16 room women's only recovery place recovery house it costs us in excess of a couple of hundred thousand pounds um We've That's now so secured that as a young lady looking around here somewhere who was one of the first residents in Amy's yeah. place. Yeah. Um, and then we helped the girls further out. And we've had a couple of relapses, but not many. That's the nature mm-hmm. of it, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Um, 
while, I, while, while the rest of it drops into my head bit by bit. We had a project called Amy's Yard, yeah. which is mm. now in, it's, it's now been suspended. And mm -hmm. um, what we used to do, we used to take cohorts of kids who were recommended to the foundation. These were talented kids. Um, and we take 16 of them over a 12 week course and they would learn, they'd go to Amy's studio and we had a producer and they'd learn all aspects of the music industry and they'd produce their records. Yeah, they'd make music it was a together. Course that they actually graduated. Yeah, and they graduated yeah. from wow. it. Yeah. yeah. We stopped it because we, we really couldn't see a, a, a strong outcome. And we realised that all the kids who had gone through the courses, and we'd run it for about five years, on three courses a year. And again, that, that costs around £100,000 a year to run. But there was no great outcome from it. You know, the, all the kids wanted to be part of the next cohort. We wanted to be part of the next cohort. Mm -hmm. And we were getting to the stage where we really needed to, it was getting, we needed a club. Mm -hmm. And that we might have, you know, a good old-fashioned type of youth club. But we couldn't quite get there. So we just suspended it for the time being. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if we can run it with somebody, with another charity, mm -hmm. it will come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to leap across the pond for a little while to go mm -hmm. to New York with yeah. Janice. Um, because of the money that Tony Bennett gave us, and we uh, set up a project in the Brooklyn yeah. Conservatory music, music conservatory yeah. or conservatory of music yeah. we we get 15 or so kids who are underprivileged to go to that yeah. to that school to learn and we've now it's now evolved yeah. over and above that it's now evolved into amy's jazz mm. yeah. thing wow. right so kids learn yeah. Yeah. in her name yeah um we did have briefly have a clubhouse in new orleans but that was a mistake in Florida, in Dreyfus School in West Palm Beach, we have Amy's Light, which again is a program for kids mm -hmm. who are hard done by. If they need to yeah. go for an audition in New York or it's across California, them. it's all paid for them from wow. this money. Wow. Um, they were able to help. Yeah. yeah. In Jamaica, we assist the Stars Academy, which is an academy okay. that looks after the underprivileged kids in Jamaica, and there's a lot of those there. Yeah. Um, going down to St. Lucia, which Amy loved St. Lucia. Yeah. We run two projects on that island. One, I, I call them naughty boys, but they're not naughty yeah. boys at yeah. all. Yeah, it's the boys team. It's a, it's, uh, I can never remember yeah. the name of it. The boys boys Training Centre, oh, yeah. that's it. It's the Boys Training yeah. Centre. And these are kids who have fallen through, again, yeah. they've fallen through cracks in the pavement. Have Some mad, have been a little bit naughty, top, yes. they're so good, and they but really are. Yeah. They're there, yeah. and this academy, look, this place looks after them. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. another project, the Donata School on St. Lucia, which is for disabled children. And the island's problems are such that disabled children have no value to the family whatsoever. They can't go out and work. They don't bring anything in. They cost and they go to the Donata School, and, the Donata, and we provide music therapy yeah. at both these sites. Mm -hmm. And we were... We've seen such great results. Great, yeah. great results, oh, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. beautiful pan players, yeah. and we yeah. were so proud that they're playing yeah. in Winehouse yeah. Foundation yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. These kids actually paid pans <laughs> yeah. for Prince Harry when he went on a trip around the Caribbean wow. a couple of years yeah. ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's a great yeah. video of them yeah. tinkering yeah. away. It, it's, yeah. And it's wonderful yeah. to go there and just see them and 
but to see what we've been able to put yeah. in there. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking back to when you said, mm. when you found out what happened and you was with Mitch and then he said there must yeah. be something yeah. that comes mm. from this. Yeah. And that the amount of work oh, that you're yeah. doing that you've yeah. done to yeah. date and that you will continue to do oh, yes. around the world, yeah. it's, it's just, yeah. you know... It's just mind blowing yeah. that that yeah. legacy can continue, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. the music that she made, that yeah. she put her yeah. heart and soul yeah. into, yeah. can can you know Move develop yeah. with through yeah. other artists as well. Yeah. And and that that's also that's the healing process for yeah. the family. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we've got Amy's yeah. name, yeah. and we and they're doing good in her name. Yeah, and mm. um, that that is what we're all so proud of. Yeah. So, so proud of them. Mm. The, the, the resilience program, which, you know, we were lucky enough to have Alex and uh, did we ever send you our fees? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Working for us. Yeah. We, take, we take people in recovery who have really got no chance of work because nobody's going to, who's going to trust somebody who's mm. coming out of recovery? Yeah. We are. And we did. And we've got people around the country. Yeah. Uh, we work with another group called Ad Action on yes. business. It's yes. not solely us. Yeah. Um, and they go into the schools. Things for them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the National Lottery funded it. Yeah. And they funded, they funded this five years ago to the tune of 4.25 million. Yeah. Um, and if they thought we were a Mickey Mouse organisation, there's no way on earth they would have done it. Yeah. Bath and Harvard University are monitoring what we've done. Yeah. And they they audit it, they they collate it, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 tremendous. It yeah. really is tremendous. And yeah. you know, we hold our head up high with pride about what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's not you know there are things that we can you know you cannot be proud of. Yeah. But with yeah. this, we we are, and it's it's yeah. keeping Amy alive. Yeah. 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 And would you say that's been an opportunity for you, quite cathartic for both of you as well, like quite healing in a way that to see. All of that work, yeah. 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 Very, yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. It's you know, say we've lost yeah. one, but we've saved so many. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, doesn't address the scales. It doesn't no. address the no, emotional really scales that Janice and Mitch have got. Yeah. yeah, I've got to a lesser degree that Jane has got to a slightly lesser degree. Yeah, um, they're still there, but we can look forward. Yeah. yeah. And that is the important thing. Yeah. Look, yeah, to do that. To be able to look forward. And that yeah. is the message that we want Hell to yes. give, you know, exactly. to other families yeah. that are either listening now or will yeah. listen in future that, you know, there, there must be so much there yeah. is lots of pain, yeah. but there is still that yeah. hope oh, that, you know, yeah. that something ne- never ever can lose come hope. Of it. Never lose yeah. hope, never lose faith in, in your own abilities or in your child's yeah. abilities. Yeah. There are going to be tragedies. We can't, it's, you know, you can't say, oh, everything's yeah. Mary Poppins. You yeah. can't say that. No. You know, there is harsh it's realities. Like life is tougher. Yeah. yeah. But, and to realise that. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing, isn't it, which, which is what we talked about. Yeah. Sometimes we, you know, in life, doesn't matter where we are, whether you're kind of singing as, a, as an addict or the parent, you know, when things like this happen, yeah. you know, is we have that decision. You know, we have that decision to be able to to, yeah. to do something with yeah. it, right? And 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 what you guys have done is is to to kind of carry on that legacy, to carry on, you know, how amazing yeah. and how beautiful she was, and you know, and, and still is because that that that's still there, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And as you said, so far, and the statistics are there, as, as you said, you know, the Bath, the Harvard University are there, collating all of this yeah. information, seeing that the amazing work is there, and this is what we wanted to do: is to showcase 
the amazing work that that you guys are doing, you know, to, to be able Thank to you. see this because it doesn't get seen. Like, this stuff is behind closed doors. You know, we've had the privilege, haven't we, to be able to, to work and to witness. So thank you. Really thank you for, for, for being just incredible parents to, to, to really dig deep and to really push forward with, you know, with, with what you, not just, you know, with, with both of you, yeah. but, you know, with Mitch and with Jane and to be able to kind of push this through because... Well, thanks to everyone who's able to take part. It's, it's thanks also, you know, there's a, there's a yeah. lot of people, um, I touched on adaption, there's yeah. a lot of people yeah. who have worked for us whose, yeah. whose strength we've drawn on to yeah. make this successful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not yeah. just the family. Mm. It, it, it's everyone it's else. That are there. Yeah. yeah, it's very important. It's a team yeah. thing. It's not an individual thing. Yeah, yeah. and you also, I mean, your work carries on yeah. as well with the amazing work that you do with with MS. And yeah. talk to us a little bit about that as well. Well, the, the MS thing, it's like I'm just happy to be involved in anything to do with the MS Society. Mm. Yeah. They made her yeah. an ambassador. Yes. <laughs> yeah, recently, yeah. literally, yeah. an MS ambassador. Yeah. Always say to people with a condition, always have a go. Yeah. Don't yeah. say you can't have a go. Yeah. Wow. Still yeah. waiting yeah. for the Ferrero yeah. wish you had a Ambassador's parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't want if you take it, you can't take yeah. it. Yeah. So we go around and <laughs> yes. we talk to other yeah. people with MS yeah. and oh, occasionally I'll do a bit of cancer counselling, but not often if I can help it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you, it, you are a cancer survivor. Yeah, I Just yeah, touching on yeah, that. 35 years. Yeah, yeah and you set up a support group. <laughs> in the, I, I did. Yeah. And, and with with yeah. five <laughs> ladies oh, um, in Barnet at Cancer Link. Yeah. And it's still going. We've all, all the original people have, have left now. We've all gone our own different ways. Mm. Some haven't survived, others have. Um, but the organisation is still, I'm pleased to say, is still going and yeah. still very strong and still helping yeah. people. Um, I, I was, you, you asked what parents can do, actually. It's a very interesting yeah. little thing. You're talking about parents yeah. and how parent, what parents can and cannot do and how you can be affected. Yeah. I had testicular cancer. Um, I was very, very close to losing my life. That actually gave me 10 days because it was quite virulent and it spread through. And I had to go home and explain to my wife. My, my kids were little at the time. My, my daughter was four. My son was six months. But, you know, there's, there's potential what's going to do. And my mum and dad came round and I had to explain it to my mum and dad. And my mum's going, oh, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> I'm going to have chemotherapy, Mum. This is what can yeah. happen. Oh, he's going to lose all his hair. Oh, his beautiful yeah. hair. He's going to lose this. <laughs> Mum, I might die. <laughs> what am I going to do? That generation. I think, how do I have a thermonuclear yeah. missile in my pocket? Yeah. I might have pointed it in my mum's direction. <laughs> <laughs> she never got out of the way. You know, the worries me. Yeah. She was yeah. a worries yeah. me character. Right. She always was. Mm. Yeah. The only person that Amy was scared of. Yes, wow. my mum. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You always knew when she yeah. was around the kids, my mum. You'd always yeah. hear her. Shiny yeah. red apple, my yeah. dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a love mum. We absolutely love Yeah. yeah. It's but it's, it's, you know what? Do you know, one thing I have to touch on, I'm sorry, you've, you've got to talk about this now. We've got to go on a bit of a high end because <laughs> tell us what you're going to be doing in August. 
Oh, no, you don't. Come on. No, it's going to ruin this whole thing. <laughs> it's going to ruin it for no, everybody. It's not, no, it's not. It really isn't. Okay. So, oh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> if any of you are in Edinburgh on the 3rd or the 4th of August, I the strongly range. advise you to go range. home. <laughs> <laughs> because Janice's brother and I are doing, we're performing in Edinburgh, at the Edinburgh still Festival. they chasing their youth. Yeah. yeah. Too late. Yeah, yeah we're 68 going yeah. on 10. <laughs> and we're doing a musical comedy act. The whole thing is you can, but if you can't do it. I mean, we're awful. We are awful. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But you're you doing know it. how bad we are. I'm just saying that. No, it's called fun. Exactly. It's called having yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Judge for yourselves. Yeah. Look up the Dementos on um, YouTube. Yeah. Judge for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the clear message that we've got from today, isn't it? That w there's always hope. There's always, yes. you can always move forward, you yeah. know, no matter what happens. Yeah. You can take something out of any situation yeah. Yeah. and turn it around and make it into a positive. I mean, yeah. we are so humbled to have you to come on to this podcast. And it's the first time I've ever done something like this. So yeah. I'm, I feel very emotional. And, you know, I, I, I've got to say that I was, I, I, well, I still am, and I was a huge fan of Amy. And to, to then be sitting here, you know, with you two and have the opportunity to talk to you about your lives as well. It's just, mm. I'm completely overwhelmed. So I uh, well, thank you from the bottom yeah. of my heart. Yeah, thank absolutely. you, really. And I, yeah, and I'll just yeah. kind of follow on and, and end on that. It's that often, you know, everything kind of gets misconstrued, things get twisted, you know, and, and the beautiful thing about, today and this journey that we'll live on now you know it's yeah, live on yeah, facebook yeah, yeah. so it's you know and, and, and people get to see that they get to yeah. see you know that there is no rules you know there isn't a rule book for life you know but the sometimes you just keep moving exactly yeah. you know and, and you too keep moving yeah, yeah you know what yeah. and you showcase yeah. today how amazing you both are you know as as, as parents as partners as, as individuals and going through your own testing times you know mm. with with cancer with MS and then having to mm. deal with everything that happened with with Amy but to take that and then build you know together as, as a as a foursome you know what what you're doing with you know with Amy's place yeah. Amy Winehouse Foundation and and the work continues with that action which we've had the pleasure of, of working with and the work that they do too is also amazing and I just want to say thank you really really thank you well, so thank much you. thank you for having us yeah, I think life throws you a lemon, yeah. make lemonade. That's, that, that's it. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just, we're, if you're happy to, we're going to open up to some questions from the well, audience. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just, uh, if anyone's got any questions to ask Janice and Richard, and please be mindful yeah. of the content and what your questions are, yeah. are you know, very sensitive. So, um, you know, if, if you want to raise your hand and ask a question, please, please do so. I was just curious, and thank you for sharing um, I was just curious about how one would go about getting involved in the foundation. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. a good question. It's kind of a closed shop. Yeah, it's, it's a you know people often get in contact with. We want to work at the foundation because they think it's rock and roll. Yeah, but it's not. And there's Amy's music playing twenty four seven, and not. you know, it's not. It's an office. Yeah. It's a it's a single office with a lot of computers in it and people with their heads down. Um. We on our website, if you go on to the Amy Roundhouse Foundation.org website, you can do you can do your own events. And we've got there's a young lady, Kira, who's doing an event for us in September. It's gonna be a dance a thon, I think. Um, 
people raise money for us, people donate. Um, so that, that really is how you can help in spreading the word. And I do, I'll make it very, very clear that no Winehouse, that's Janice, Jane, Alex, who does bits and pieces for the wine, for the foundation, it's all, it's all takes a penny out of that not charity. Mm. We do not, they don't, they work for nothing. They work for nothing. Yeah. We have staff who we pay, but yeah. they work for yeah. nothing. They won't, if, if it's a, got to get on a train to go up somewhere, or we come, we drove down here, we don't claim mileage, we don't ask for expenses. Yeah. It's very important yeah. to bear yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, and, it's go on the website, yeah. so yeah, I can definitely. say. Brilliant. Right. Looks like we can go home now. Yeah. <laughs> They're afraid. Yeah, that's yeah. a wrap. <laughs> Anybody else with any, any questions? Uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I just want to as a mother myself. Yep. Um, and healing recovery. All out from that for my, for my mother, <laughs> and for me being a mother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How do you deal with the judgment to you as a mother from society? It was challenging, wasn't it? Yeah. Because you are, as I said earlier, you know, people very quick to point fingers yeah. at you. Mm. It was your fault mm. if you hadn't have done this. You particularly only be a parent. But, you know, yeah. walk in our shoes and then yeah. tell me what you'd have done differently. Mm. Mm. They, they don't know half no. of it. You know, you don't know half of what goes on behind a closed door. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can only let so much out. You know, our lives are personal. You know, and they should stay that way. Mm. And there are things that you don't want to come out and you, you can't talk about. You realistically just cannot talk about. But yeah. believe me, if there was anything, anything that, you know, Janice, Mitch, Jane, myself, and the rest of the members of the family could have done. If it meant lifting up this hotel and walking around with it on our shoulders, yeah. we would have done it to stop what yeah. was happening. We could not do that. We realised she had to yeah, do it there was herself. nothing that we could do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, all the expensive counsellors, yeah. yeah, the fortune we wasted yeah. it's on all them. All down to the individual. Yeah. Down to the Always. individual. Yeah. Yeah. So don't point the finger at yourself. Don't think yourself yeah. as a bad person. <laughs> you know, it just can't. You mustn't do it. No, it's not, it's not so much that. It's how you deal on a, on a personal yeah. level. How you do it? The thing being pointed at you all the well, time. You just put, you put it aside. Mm. Well, no, you don't. You, you, you know you're not to blame. Mm. Yeah, you just have to, you yeah. have to take You've got to move on. Yeah. Yeah, almost mm -hmm. a sodom. Yeah. Sodom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else? We're good. Any final words? No. No, just no. wishing you luck. Yeah, thank good you. luck. And you too. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. With, you know, with, with the thank, thank yeah. you for thank everybody yeah. for coming and yeah, being yeah. so yeah. kind to us. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, and to everybody who who's listening, everybody yeah. who's Absolutely. watching. As always, you know, the the whole point to the podcast is for us to be able to give you free content. You know, but content that's going to help you to change your life, to get the right support. And we're always here. You know, go to our website www.happyaslarrybook.com. We'll be able to help you to put you in connection with the Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse Foundation. And the website to the foundation is www.amywinehousefoundation.org.
Yeah. Yeah. You can go in there and find out more about the amazing work that they're doing. And if you would like to, to get involved, then please do so. Guys, have an amazing day, amazing evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. As always, it's amazing to, to be here and to have you guys here. Be fantastic. Be amazing. Be phenomenal. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.